Yay, what's good? We saying, we saying, we saying, we saying, we saying. Oh, wait, hold. what are you saying, though? Listen, mate, I'm cool, bro. What are you saying? Long time no speak. What's been happening? Listen, man, I just want to get onto the call, bro. That's what I want to do, bro. Why are you so quick? Stop asking me what's happening, bro. You know what I mean? You're always asking me what's happening. I'm telling you what's happening, bro. I want to get onto the call, bro. That's it. Why are you so quick with it? Like, what do you mean you just want to get onto the call? Are you telling me about what's happening, bro? Listen, this is what's happening right now. Asking me about my life and things. What are you talking about? Who are you talking to on the call? What do you mean by you you can't wait for the call? What's the what call? You, well, special, you know, you know we've got a special we've got a special call right now, man. We've got a special call coming in. Yeah. Right now. It's coming through, coming through. Like, been been guest coming through on the call. Been waiting, been waiting to talk to this guy. Been waiting to talk to him, man of the hour. Great to pick <laughs> his brain on a few things, man. So yeah, we're looking forward to the call. Yeah, and I feel like he's literally been the talk of the town for the last, over the weekend. And right now, people are just talking. So it's great that we, we're we going to have him on the call to, you know, answer for himself and to tell us a few bits and pieces. Are you excited? Most definitely, mate. All right, well, Most we're going to get him on the on the call. And um, yeah. yeah, we're going to do this. Let's go. All right, let's go. Yo, we live. We live, yeah. Is everyone there? I'm here. Oh! Hey! <laughs> is this the man of the hour? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> let, me int- let, me, let me introduce, you know, we're super excited to have this man on the call today, and it's none other than Adrian from Backchat. Can we just celebrate him <laughs> right now? <laughs> Yay! Welcome, welcome, oh, welcome. Adrian, how you doing, man? I'm fantastic. I can't complain. Yeah? Yeah. How are you guys? We're good. All the better for hearing your voice. Yeah, man. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, so, Adrian, before we before we get into the steak dinner, right, before we get into the steak dinner, right, we're going to start with just some a little icebreaker just to get us warmed up, yeah? Okay. Wonderful. All right, all right. So, this is, this is like the little back chat version of... Dog, marry, and avoid. Yeah, yeah, this is a back chat version of Snog, marry, and avoid, right? So uh-huh. I'm going to give you three names, and I want you to tell me which one you will snog, you want to snog, which one you want to marry, and which one you want to avoid. <laughs> so out of Esther, Tioma, and Nunu, talk to me. Avoid Esther. <laughs> avoid Esther. Okay, go on. Snog Nunu married you. Yay! <laughs> now, I see Tioma. Okay, she's the one, she's the wife. Okay, so following on from that, what girl from the cast of Backchat would you, would your mum be happy for you to bring home? Wow. <laughs> Based on what? Based on, like, if you were really trying to, you know, introduce them to your mother and say, Mom, you know, this is the girl I want to move forward with in life, who out of the cast of Black Chat would, would your mum be happy for you to, like, say, yeah, Jesus. I give my blessing? Um, that is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I would say... 
I'm trying to think of all the people that's on the cast. So there's um, Ariette, there's um, Malika, there's Sia, there's Nunu, there's Esther, there's Tioma. I would there's, say... Go on. Either, my mom actually likes Nunu. She likes Nunu? Yeah, she, but I, I don't know if she would want to... <laughs> she would want to do a lot. Not necessarily that. I don't know if, if she would think it's right for me. I don't know. Oh. But I, I would say uh, I like Ariette. Or maybe Ariette or Nissi. One of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Alright. So if, if you had to spend six hours as one of your cast members, who would it be and why? Six hours as one of them. Yeah. As one of them. If you could do like a body swap with any one of the cast members for six hours, who would it be and why? <laughs> Can I say none? That's so shady. David, if you had to give it a true ride, I think like if, if you were pushed, if they, you had no choice but to. Jesus. Um. If 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 my arm was twisted behind my back and yeah yeah, you know. Ah, oh, Jesus. That's um, bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I've never really idolized any of them enough to want to. I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to push it and say... Oh, it's difficult. I generally don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. Where if we say if there's someone that, you just, that you're curious about, just in terms of how they live, what they do day to day. Maybe and, Reece you know, Parkinson. He's not a cast member, but technically. Who? Reese. You want to go for Reese, yeah? Okay. Okay, so what is the meanest thing any of the cast members have ever said to you? Meanest? Yeah, like the yeah. meanest thing. I don't remember none of that. I'm sorry. Oh, you don't keep those? Them? Yeah, those comments don't, don't register. We don't keep those receipts, man. No, no, no. We don't keep those receipts. Okay, okay. Especially when there's especially when it's people that I don't care for or people that I don't know. Like I'm not gonna keep those negative comments, so I'm not gonna do it. Okay. All right. Last question last question from the icebreaker. What is a positive trait about each one of your cast members? Unilaterally. So yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Just, just go through a couple of them. Go through all of them and tell us. Give us a positive trait for each one. I don't know if I could give you a positive trait for each one, but uh, go for it. Try your best. Try your best. <laughs> <laughs> a positive trait, obviously, is Omar's looks. Um, okay. Nunu's business. She's very business savvy. Okay. Um. Malaika is very she's actually very sweet mm-hmm. she's a very sweet person um, Riva is very knowledgeable mm-hmm. okay. Lucas is very passionate <laughs> mm-hmm. that little is that shady laugh though but <laughs> <laughs> Miss J, what are you saying? It wasn't crazy. I was just like, okay. Um, 
I've got nothing positive to say about half penny. I can't lie to you, so I'm not going to be one saying. You see, when you said Omar's looks, are you talking about his swag, or are you talking about like his physical, how he physically is? I mean, his face. Okay. So okay. He's he's good looking. Good All looking, right. brother. Uh, All right. Who else is there? Um. Wale. Wale, see ya. Nothing positive to say about those people. Say no more. Uh, Okay, that's enough. That's all right. <laughs> what about Esther? What about Esther? Did you get something from Esther? Um, I one positive trait about her is her, her, her love for her child. I guess. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the juicy tea of Adrian. We're gonna ask you a few questions, and hopefully you can answer it for us. Okay. So the first thing I want to ask you is, how did you get on to that chat? Like, what was like, was that your plan, or why did you want to get involved in the first place? Um, when it first came out, actually, what I wanted to do was I wanted to start a blog, and I'm very much into like um, just talking about politics and stuff like that. So I was gonna start a vlog that spoke about stuff like that. Like, um, I love the grapevine. And okay. actually, I was, yeah, I, I was just like, yo, we need something like this over here. Yo. Then Backtrack came out. Then Backtrack came out, and um, I was just like, yo, I want to be a part of it. On top of that, I didn't feel like, I didn't feel like none of the males really represented me, if yeah. that makes sense. Like, I could identify certain things with, like, Gogo, for example, but in terms of just, like, the whole portrayal, I felt like there was space there for, like, another perspective. Um, yes, because you came in. What what season did you come in? The second season two, yeah. Is it, okay, go on. So, basically, I I I was saying to my managers at the time, I was like, I need to get on the show, <laughs> and they were like, How? I was like, I don't know, but I'm gonna be on that show. Um, and then the end of December, or I believe sometime in December, they announced that they had auditions. Um. I reached out via the email and they said that I should have like sent like a, a video footage yeah. of just me talking about myself. Um, based on that, um, I was casted. I went to the the first round of auditions, got through that, then went to the final stages and got through that as well. So, yeah. Okay. And so, so this was all part of your plan because you actually wanted to do something like similar to the grapevine and you thought, when you saw the Backtrack first season, you thought you could identify with somebody, you just wanted to yeah. put your own spin on things because you have a different perspective and you wanted everyone to see that yeah, side Yeah, and of I you. wanted a kind of wider perspective because I, like, I feel like it was very narrow, mm. you know? It was very based on kind of the perspective of East Londoners. Not that that's a bad thing, but... You know, Excuse like, me, just... this person on the phone is from East. What part? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing, but there's, there's, there's more perspectives, you know, and I just felt like it was it was so generalized. That it was like, it was almost you'd have to be from where they are to it's understand. Mm. Yeah, and I was like, but there's different perspectives, there's different, different world views, and I felt like it was just a little bit too similar. Um, so I was like, yeah, let me try it out. Luckily for me, they liked me. Um, and it kept you around all this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, VB. Okay, cool. So, if you remember, Adrian, when we spoke last time, just before the reunion started, I asked, I asked you what your thoughts were about going into this reunion. So, now that it's happened, 
you know, now that, you know, part one out and so forth, how do you feel after that whole reunion situation? How do you feel? Talk to me. I feel settled. You know, I, I went there specifically to clear my name. You know what I mean? I felt like the maligning of my character that just something I stayed on the show. Um, I just, I felt like I just needed to clear my name because I knew that there was going to be false narratives presented about me. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? This is my chance to actually be like, no, nah, that's, that's not what it is. So let me just clear that up. So I'm settled, you know, um, and at the end of season one, one of the behind the scenes guys said to me, and I was actually quite upset because I didn't expect what happened in season one to, to happen. And so I, I acted out of character a little bit because I was just so shocked, you know. And then yeah. at the end of it, one of the behind the scenes guys, like, he came up to me and was like, Adrian, are you okay? And I was like, I'm actually so angry. I can't believe these guys did that to me. And he goes, bro, relax. The camera sees everything. The audience, they, they will see. They'll know. Like, yeah. don't worry. Mm-hmm. And so that's something, like, that settled me because I was just like, the audience will see. You know, we can, there's people that sit there and they put up fronts and they say things. And, you know, they, they come there with the, with the intention that they're going to pull the wool over people's eyes. But the, the camera shows everything, you know? Yeah. So I feel settled. So you feel like everything that you wanted to get out, you were able to in the reunion? Yeah. Because, I mean, coming into season three, I was like, I'm not going there to argue with anyone. Like, I went out of my way not to argue with anyone. You know what I mean? Um, the be money situation, like, I knew, like for me, it was just very calculated in terms of his, 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 his behavior. You know what I mean? Like, even, even when he was lying at the reunion, like, you know that they're not going to show 30 minutes of footage of us arguing. You know yeah. they're not going to show that. You know what I mean? So you can come and say, Adrian said this, when really and truly you were the one and what I said was in the butt. You know that? So, um, yeah, like, I just feel settled <laughs> about the whole thing. Okay, so from your time on season three and before, how did how do you really feel now that you're outside of it? Now that the reunions happen, how do you really feel about your cast members in terms of like who rubs you up the wrong way, and is there anyone that you wish that you didn't meet? Altogether? You know what? I w- I wouldn't ever say that because I learned a lot of I learned a lot about not only people but myself, and I try to take the lesson out of. Out of kind of everything that I do in life, so it will never be a position where I'll be like, "Yo, um, I I wish I never met this person, or I wish I never met that person." Like, I don't regret anything in my life. Um, how do I feel about them? I'm gonna reserve that comment just because I feel like, no, no, I'm. It's and it's probably not even negative if I'm mm. honest with you, but it's just like for me. Sometimes it's just, there's a saying, yeah? Not everything good for think, good for talk. It's not That's right. You think. It's not everything that you think needs to be spoken. Yeah. You know what I mean? The individuals know how I feel about them individually. Okay. <laughs> you know, and, and that's just where it's done. Okay. Okay, cool. So you mentioned, uh, the, I know you just mentioned just now, and you also mentioned at the reunion about, you know, you thought that people really want to malign your character. Yeah. Do you think, Honestly speaking, do you think that you were targeted? Like targeted either by, you know, by individuals? And if so, you know, who and why? I definitely feel like, you know what? For me to go out of my way to kind of not argue with anybody this season, I literally went out of my way not to 
there were certain things. There were certain things that happened. There were certain things that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, that I just went out of my, I I went out of my way to see certain things and just not speak on them. You know, like for example, last year I went to Lovebox. This is this is just how you know this this is gonna argue uh, answer your targeted question. Yeah. So last year I went to went last year I went to Lovebox. Um, and when I went to Lovebox, <laughs> I was with my boy and his girl, and you know they're friends with Ray Black, so I was I was out there with Ray Black and whatever. Okay. Um, and I had my shirt open. Now I don't go there assuming people know who I am. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I go there to enjoy myself, right? So obviously people must have noticed me or or whatever. I was so shocked that like the next day, I got there was like a message in the in the group chat from Wale going like Adrian, um, I got a message from somebody saying that they saw you at Lovebox. And they don't f with you anymore because you think you're the ish. Oh wow! So I, I was sitting there like, okay, but they said you had your shirt out and you had a, a cup with your <laughs> name on it and you were pushing the cup in everybody's face. So I was sitting there like, bro, I ordered food, and when you order food at Lovebox, they write the number, you, they write your name, they write your name on the on the container so that they call you out when yeah um. Yeah, so the the thing that I had in my hand wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, yeah, look, I'm Asian. It was just the food <laughs> that I was eating. So, wait, but, they named your food, and then people turn around, and he came back and turned around and said, yeah, oh, he, people, people don't special. mess with me. Yeah, people don't mess with me because apparently I had a, I had a, um, a cup of my name on it, and I was pushing it, and it would be safe. And the funny thing is, I was sitting there like, bro, that person must have been watching me for a very long time because I had that. I I, I was at Lovebox from like three p.m. By the time I ate, it was like eight. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? So and 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 it doesn't take me long to eat. So you know what I mean. So I was sitting there thinking, I had a cup. I had the the food in my hand for maybe ten minutes, and then I threw it away just before I saw Solange. So that person, and then on top of that, it was like, why would you even feel the need? Like, people can come to me and say, oh, X, Y, Z about Omar, this person, that person. I don't feel the need to even, I don't feel the need to encourage that conversation. I don't feel the need to even bring that back to a person and say, yo, you know what, Omar, uh, somebody said they saw you X, Y, Z, and they don't like you. I, I don't need to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because what, what, like, what, what, what sense of gratitude do I get out of going to somebody and bringing them negativity? You know what I mean? So, and before the reunion, I went out of my way to not get into issues with people. So I thought I was going to have like a, a quite a, a, a relaxed reunion. I knew that the money, yeah, I knew that the be money situation was going to come up and I, I was fully ready to, to address that. However, in terms of like the tweet, Wale, Omar, all of them being fake mad about a tweet from 10 years ago when B-Money is publicly... There's a video of my man on um, on stage telling black women that they look like gollywogs in oh, music. God. You know uh, what I mean? And, I then, and then in, 2000, in 2018, Omar's talking about women with dark knuckles. And the reason why I'm saying those two names in particular is because... Or those three, so Sia, B-Money and Omar, is because you have to ask the question. Sia made a comment if, it, you know, an African person might be offended by the tweet from 10 years ago. Right. You know, I, that's true. But equally, if you're talking about dark-skinned women, 
you don't think those people will be affected by the statements that these other individuals make, but you don't feel that. You don't feel it necessary to call those people out on it, though. But because it was me, you, you, you called. Even though I've been around your child, I've been around your family, I've been around you, we've been on trips together, you know that is not the way I think. You know that's not the way that I believe. You know that with your own eyes because you see me. And if, if I carry those same beliefs, you will know because you will see in my actions. And yeah. I'm the type of person that I ca- if I don't like something, I don't like somebody, you will see it in my body language. So if that was the case and I was uncomfortable around Africans or I felt some type of way about Africans, you would see it. And, and, and for me to have spent so many time with these people, there's no reason for me to be fake mad at that. But, you know, but, so, yeah, I feel like people are looking for storylines at the reunion. So why, you know? so, but, so Adrian, why do you think it's you, though? Why do you think you're the one that seems to get it like this? Because like you mentioned, Sia could say something, Bimani could say something, people could be in different situations where they can be pulled up, but why do you think it's always you? Why, why do you think it's you specifically that's been talking to be honest, yeah, I, it goes back to even the, the statement that Dean Money made when we was on the when we was on the stage. He behaves high and mighty, and it, that is a very peculiar statement to make because I don't. I mean, there's certain characteristics that I may not necessarily gel with, or I may not necessarily like, but I carry myself in a very <clears throat> particular way. You know what I'm saying? Like I carry myself well. I don't. I wouldn't say that I carry myself high and mighty, but yeah. I can get where people may say, all right, he thinks he's, you know, he thinks he's perfect. He thinks he's that. But we all have, we all have problems. Just because you go on a platform that is a public platform doesn't mean you go there and you spill all your family drama, you spill all your personal drama, you go and tell them about a rash that you had six months ago. I didn't sign up for that. I signed up for a debate show. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if, if you present me with, with, with a debate about something, I will give you an answer based on the question. I don't need to go to set and share all my personal details with people that I don't know and people that I know don't necessarily care for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and then on top of it, I'm just a very reserved and very personal person. I don't have a lot of close, close friends. You know what I mean? I have a very few hand-selected people that I, I really open up to I'm really cool with. Outside of that, everybody else is an acquaintance and I keep them at a distance. And so maybe that to them rubbed them a the wrong way and so that gives them authority in their mind is to attack. You know, and it's always this thing about Adrian feels better than us. But if, 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 if I, I would urge you to speak to people behind set. Urge you to speak to people behind set because the way the cast members feel is so contradictory to the reality of who I am on set. Because even though I'm guarded, I don't go on set trying to be horrible to anybody. I'm never mm-hmm. horrible to anybody. You know what I mean? And 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 even even the reason why they will not show you this is a bit of tea. I'm gonna spill. But the reason why they will not show you the reason why they're not gonna show you the full video of me and B Money's argument is because when B Money starts calling me ignorant, one of the behind the scenes people must have overheard and was like, "Who are you calling ignorant?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm calling Adrian ignorant." And she was like, "Adrian's definitely not ignorant." And oh, wow. the reason why they won't show you that. The reason why they won't show you that is because Batchat has a very uh, strict policy of the behind-the-scenes camera people and the, the, the you know, the the, 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 the crew don't yeah. get involved in cast member situations. But this one was so kind of confused about what she was hearing that she, she spoke up. You wow. Know what I mean? So they're not going to show you that because that would be validating that what they're mm. saying is wrong. Mm. Wow. 
Wow. Okay. Crazy. And then on top of that, to even wrap that up, at the end of the day, you know, like, when you're in a room of sheep, they know when lions walk into the room, you know what I mean? Wow. So, yeah, so, <laughs> like, let me tell you one thing, yeah? Like, last year, I feel like I policed myself. I said, I don't want no problem with these people because I know they don't like me, so let me let me not say X, let me not say Y. At the end of the day, you, if you if 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 I walk into the room and you're the same as me, there's no reason for me and me and you to have an issue. But if I walk into the room and I see you have the potential to be greater than me, then I'm gonna have a problem. Maybe it's jealousy. It could be jealousy. I don't know. But what I'm saying is, sheep know when a lion walks into the room. So in that analogy, would you be the lion? Definitely. Okay. Definitely hey, you saw what he, you saw what Adrian wore on the reunion, man. That's a lion. That's a lion boy. <laughs> The lion's right. Oh my god. Okay, next question. So you said you just said something. You mentioned that you have a uh, tight knit of friends, yeah, like a small yeah. circle, and you only have like specific people that you open up to. So, and also from your tweets that, that we've I've seen, it's it's it. You kind of say like it's really hard for you to form friendships and stuff like that. Um, especially from coming since coming to the country. I think you mm-hmm. mentioned that in your tweets. Um, why do you think it's been so hard? Um, to be honest, it's not, it's not, I don't have an issue with, like, making friends Mm. as such. I'm a very friendly person, and generally, when I'm around people, I'm African, generally, when I'm around people, they want to be friendly, but, like, when I first came to this country, it was, like, it wasn't an easy transition, because... Where did you come, what country were you originally from? I was born in Jamaica, so... Okay, so you came from Jamaica. How old were you? Okay. Um, okay. Um, and when I came here, like I had a very strong accent, and I got bullied for it. And I remember when I was in school, it was a school in East London called Orchard Primary School, and I used to smile a lot. Yeah. Um, and I remember one day there was this kid, like I don't know what what his problem with me smiling was, right? But he always used to just make comments anyway. So that yeah. made me, like, insecure growing up. And then one day, he, he, like, I was smiling on the playground, and he picked his nose and wiped it across my teeth. Ew, what nasty, disgusting behavior. <laughs> it's London, man. No, shut up! And from that, I can't lie to you, like, I think it's, I built up a barrier. Yeah, mm. I just, I, it's, it's, it's like, my closest friends, it's not necessarily that I don't like people. I, I'm one of those people when I'm around people, like, I, I, I want you to be happy. Mm. But I'm just, I, I'm just very, very like, weary of people. Yeah, very weary. And so it takes me longer because for me, it's like, I almost have to make sure that you're, you know, you know, I, I, just, I don't know. It's... You have to certify it because anyone could be that yeah, kid where he now yeah, brings out broken yeah. as an adult form. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because even for me, when I went into Batchat, like, because when I went there, it was like the, we're a family, you know, the, the family edge was being pushed so hard and I'm very close to my family, right? I I kind of let my guard down. Yeah. I let my guard down and I, I wanted to trust these people like family. Mm. Um, And then that blew up in my face. So even more now, oh, <laughs> I'm definitely guarded. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah. Okay. I hear that, man. I know you also say that you're close with your mum. 
from your tweets mm-hmm. as well. What does what did your mum think, and what does your mum think generally about you being a part of that chat? You know, my mum's a fan. She, she she genuinely does love the show, and my family they support they support it one hundred percent. Like my mum was at the last reunion; she wasn't at this one, but my family was at the last reunion, and even they were so like they were so shocked. And I say this to people all the time, and I don't think they understand it. Obviously, because you go on a platform, and a particular image or a particular side of your character is shown, so people don't know you like as a whole yeah do you get what i'm saying they they only see what they see on the show and i remember seeing one particular tweet that was like if every season everybody has the same problem as adrian then adrian must be the problem and i i just replied i was like yeah i'm the problem like continue with your day <laughs> do you get what i'm saying like, mm. but when i was at the um the first reunion like my mom was so shocked because when i was in school me and everybody in school was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. When I was in university, me and everybody's. Now I'm in work, me and everybody's cool. When I'm in, when I'm out, when I'm in my regular everyday life, I don't get into to random, asinine arguments with people. You know, it's very rare for you to see that kind of argumentative side of me, unless we're talking about like politics or, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something that's heated. Yeah, but when it comes to kind of, miniature stuff or minuscule stuff that really hold no relevance like i don't need to argue with somebody in my everyday life about who's fake and who's real and who's this and who's that because that's not that's relative and that's not relevant you get what i'm saying like why do i need to argue with you about your real that doesn't make sense to me you know what i'm saying and and on top of that it's crazy because i've come from you know how everybody's always saying yo i'm from the hood and i've seen this and i've seen that i've seen dead bodies and i've spoken about it on that chat you know what I mean? I come from a very rough place in Kingston, Jamaica. Like, my mother's side of the family, we're related to rich people. We're related to very known people like Shaggy, uh, RDX, if you know, like, Bashment Music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're related to quite a lot of people. But in terms of where we grew up or where we come from, it's a very rough area. Google it, Waterhouse, Jamaica. It's a very rough area. So when I tell you that, like, I've seen dead bodies. I've seen a lot of the struggles that these people talk about they've seen but i come from the hood i don't need to act like a rat i don't need to carry that same energy with me throughout life my parents took me out of that environment because they wanted better for me and so i always hold myself in that high regard you know what i mean so when my mom saw it last season like my entire family were upset my brother called me from ja my brother called me from the states you know, there were so many family members wow. like, yo, how can you let these people talk to you like that? What's going on? Like, why are they treating you like this? And I'm sitting there like, guy, yo, I don't know what's going on because I'm not used to being in an environment where I have to defend the way I talk, the way wow. I dress, the way I see life. I've never been placed in that environment where my core character, it's one thing you say you don't like the way I dress. I, I don't care. You don't buy my clothes. But mm. when you start talking about when you start talking about the way I talk, the way I walk, where I come from, what I've seen, what you, you know that like, yeah. when you start talking about stuff like that, it, it really hurts because I'm looking at it like you do not know my story. You know what I mean? You don't know where I come from. And when I go back to Jamaica, I go back to the hood, and these people don't look at me and shun me. They 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 praise me. They're like, yo, you you got out and you took your opportunities and you're making yourself a better man. We are proud of you. So when I'm here and I'm I'm around my black people i'm around my fellow people and people are pulling me down because of because i'm trying to elevate it hurts and it hurt my family when they saw it you know but 
my mum knows that, you know, I will always carry myself with dignity. My family knows that. So they're good because they know that I've got a plan. I've got I've got my destiny and my future. Like, I'm, I'm mapped it out and I'm strong enough to do it. So my family's cool. Aww. Okay, so you did say that when you first started Backtrack, you were pushed heavy, like, it was pushed that you guys were a family and, um, like, a close-knit group. Did you go into it looking for that friendship within the cast, like, Backtrack cast, originally? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you know what? Like, I said it, I said it before, and I even said it to Andy, I said it to so many people. I was like, yo, I wanted to be a part of something. Like, coming to this country at eight, and, and this tweet kind of refers to it a little bit, like, I felt like I've lived on kind of an in-between my whole life in this country, you know, where I left home, I left home at an age where, like, I was just making friends. I was just making those connections. Um, when I came over here, obviously, I, it's like I had to start. You know, Again. I had to start fresh. And I didn't come here at an age where I could kind of just make up that time. Yeah. I came here at an age where friendship circles had already been established, characters had already been established. So I was pretty much the guy that was like, oh, yeah, he's the new guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so for me, like, I feel like I've lived like a bifurcated life where I'm kind of in the middle all the time and so when I got casted for that chat I was like yo you know I was like yo I'm gonna be a part of something something great yeah and it is great you know Mm -hmm. I just I I, I, and for me what was so empowering about the platform was it was black people giving black people opportunities it was it was giving young black millennials in this country like a voice and it was something that we hadn't seen before and I was like yo I'm gonna be a part of something literally historic you know and 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 as much as i'm the way i am like i've got friends and family members that i can see in certain cast members yeah so even like lucas i knew that our opinions wouldn't mesh you know yeah but lucas reminds me of one of my uncles now me and my uncle don't necessarily have the same opinions and ideals but we are we are very cool we're very close yeah and so i thought you will still be able to... Yeah, I thought... I'm not going to say I thought me and Lucas were going to be best friends because that, that that wouldn't be the case, but I generally thought that me and Lucas would be cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I generally thought I would go in it and, and me and these people would be, like, cool and, 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 and you know, friendly and, yeah. and even maybe walk away with, with actual friends. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because those people get to know you. Like, we're, we're on set 10, 12 hours a day, sometimes even 13. We're getting there at... 10 a.m. in the morning or not even till like midnight you know what I mean so I'm sitting there like yo I'm gonna be a part of something and obviously for me it just wasn't that you know I wasn't yeah. I wasn't the I, I didn't fit the mold of what they wanted as a friend and that's fine um yeah <laughs> no you so like you said you know when people watch the show people only see one side of people you know it doesn't reflect how everybody is through and through so tell us tell us something about you that people wouldn't know just from watching you on the show? Ooh. <laughs> about taking my own horn. Like, <laughs> like, Listen, if you're going to tweet me, tweet me, bro. You know what? Genuinely, I guarantee you, if you were to have conversation with people behind set, right, I think the one thing they'll tell you is, like, I'm a very caring person. I'm a very, um, I'm a very giving person as well. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when whenever I go to set, like I buy I buy big bags of groceries. One uh. time, one time I went there. Um, 
with Ariette because we were just going to get some little snacks. But every week, I usually just buy some. Because I know, because of the filming schedule, we don't always have time to go out and get some. So I just buy, like, orange juice or, or whatever. And, I think. and then one day, we was there, yeah, and Ariel was like, no, babe, come on, mate, you're too generous. You're too generous. <laughs> and she pulled me. <laughs> she was Aww. like, no more, no more. You're just, just doing too much, man, because nobody else has been it for us. And I was like, that's just, that's just my nature. Because, like, in my family, like, giving is just is just what we do <laughs> you know what i mean like but feeding people for my family is not something that we're like really that you know we, we yeah don't, we don't hold things like if you're hungry like and i have it i'll give it to you and so i think that's that's one thing about me that people will not see like people see obviously the the arguments between this one and they question like is it this person is that person but if you ever actually spend a day like you would see you would see such a completely different reality it would, it would it would shock you, I think. And do you think do you think? Cause I remember in um I don't <laughs> I think it was last season where I think you and Omar I think you kind of you dropped some key on Omar because I think you said <laughs> that you had bought I think you bought him a you bought him a bus ticket or something like that. Oh, oh cab or something. I gave him money. You gave, yeah, you gave you gave him money. I guess that I guess that stems from your your given nature, right? You know what it was? It was like. When I go in, as I said, I wanted to be a part of something, and it was our first radio interview. Omar and I, um, we didn't have a great beginning, as I've said before. We didn't have a great beginning when we first met, but we both got through to the platform, and I made a conscious effort. Like I was like, yo, if we're going to be a part of it, like we can't be you know, mad at each other every single episode we film. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It's not going to work for the... For the it, well, it might work for the drama and whatever, and it did, but... In terms of just working on a, like, I see these people every weekend. I definitely don't want to go there just angry and, you know? Yeah. So he was like, at first, it was a situation where he was like, um, how was I getting there? So it was my nephew's birthday. So I took, I, we went to film confessionals, took my nephew to the movie. Um, and then Corey, Omar, Reva, and myself, we drove over to the, to the, to the, to represent radio. Um, and he said, yo, before we got there, he was like, oh, um, I want to go, but I don't know how I'm getting back. I said, don't worry about it. When we got there, just before I left, I had a note in my pocket. I just pulled it out of my pocket. And I put it in his hand. Nobody saw. And I was just like, yeah, get home and let me know when you get home. Mm-mm. The reason why I said it at the reunion was. Any the drama between me and Omar last season, it wasn't because me and Omar had any personal issues. As in, I didn't tell him to fuck himself. He didn't tell me to. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It stemmed because people social like people on social media were saying he needed to have defended me in the argument with Lucas. I've yeah. never asked Omar or anybody else to fight any battles for me. You know what I mean? So when he he got mad at me because of what people were saying that he should have done. And I was sitting there like, how can you be mad at me for what people are saying? I never asked you to defend Thank me. You. I, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And then what really irritated me that day was like, he said something and I was sitting there like, see, that's the kind of fake shit that I don't mess with. It's because if I don't like you, and again, it goes back to what I said earlier about if, if I don't like something or I'm not comfortable, you will see it in my body language and, I, you know, push me far enough, I'll say it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
if I don't like you, and if I know, if I know I have to work with you, but I don't particularly like you, I can do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You are fight your way. Yeah, but I put my boundaries up. There's certain things I'm not going to do. I'm not going to call your phone. I'm not going to, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I'm in a situation, yeah, where I don't like you, I'm not getting in your car. If I don't like you, I'm not riding with you anyway. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we all have to go on a communal bus or whatever. That's different. <laughs> but for me to go in your personal things, for me to put, like, he played with my nephew in the car on the way to the, the, the wow. interview. And for me, my family is an extension of myself. So I'm looking at it like you can't hate me and, and play with my family. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't. Like, you can't hate me and take things from my hand because everything is an extension of me. So yeah. how can you say you don't fuck with me because my aura is this and my aura is that? And all of these negative things about me, which can't be something that you just discovered. It must have been something that you felt for a long time. So I'm looking at it like, if you felt all of those ways about me for so long, then why did you, why, why was you in my car playing with my nephew? Why was you taking money for it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm looking at it like, because if I don't like you, I'm not even taking water from you. And if it's <laughs> that real, you couldn't say, yo, Adrian, here's some water. I wouldn't take it. I'd be like, no, I'm good. Even if I'm parched, I'm thirsty, I'm dying for the, the drink. <laughs> if I know I don't like you, my heart will not allow me to take it. Yeah. And so I was looking at it like, how could you sit here and come for me in that way after all of those when, things. Yeah, and, and and that's not the image that you show. Like, yeah, we stopped talking weeks before that, but me and you, like, we would see each other on set. We just wouldn't talk. So my thing is, why didn't you, why wasn't you saying all these things before? Then at least I could have gone to the reunion to prepare for that, but you came out of left field. And, and for me, the way I am is, I don't go out of my way to look for confrontation. But if it comes to me, I don't back down from it either. You know what I'm saying? And so when he comes, when you come for me, I'm sorry, like, I'm just coming back to you. And that's, like, very much like how Newman the Esther situation went down. Like, yeah. you come for me, my brain just comes back with a Automatic. Like, yeah, it's just like it rolls off the tongue. I don't need to think about it. I don't need to practice it. I don't need to, 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 to premeditate it. You say something to me that hits me sideways and my brain comes up with something because that's just how I am. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're going to go like last couple of questions. I want to ask you, who is Adrian outside of Backchat? What would you, like, uninterrupted, what would you want to communicate to the world? Like, what is your message? What is, who is Adrian? Like, tell us. Adrian is just a visionary, you know. Um, I'm somebody who sings, songwrites. I play instruments. Um, the creative what instruments you play? Piano. I'm teaching myself the guitar. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, those two. Um, cool. And obviously sing, but depending Dude. on who you're talking to, they don't consider the voice the instrument, but technically it is. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's an instrument. Don't, don't let the... the... Bob, Bob, Bob Marley, yeah? Amen. Amen. <laughs> um, I just want to spread unity um, and and community through my, my presence. You know, like, on top of music, um, like, I have a passion for just black unity. Um, and that's one thing I don't think people will necessarily see unless unless you, like, follow me on all my social medias. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's me outside of that chat. Like a pro-black... Pan-African. Pan-African, yes. Musical. 
Yes, who sings and songwrites. And actually, okay. what I'm trying to get into now is writing for some, some artists. So it's crazy because this platform has opened me up to working with some amazing people. Really? And, want, is anyone that we would know? Well, you just yeah. have to see. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no excuse. We're just going to find out. You know what? Credit? You know what? What I am, what I'm yeah. doing right now is I'm learning not to speak. Until it comes through. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I put it out in the atmosphere. And luckily for me, I've built up some good connections. And so, like, um, God willing, the yeah. artist that I've written for will pick up the track. Yay. So you might have some yeah. placements. Amen. <laughs> okay. Okay. Amen. Okay. BB with the last question. Yeah, so I remember when we spoke to you last um, yeah, at the reunion, I remember we asked you about, you know, future plans and so forth. So can we confirm that this is your last season at Backchat? <laughs> it seems like it's 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 Yes. It is. Yeah. So we're no longer so we'll no longer see you again on the back chat screen. No. Okay. 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 So what is the plans for the future? I know you spoke about music and so forth. So what what next? Where will we see you next? What's what do you what you got any projects that you're working on? What next for you? So I'm working on a couple of projects. So I've got five singles that I'm 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 working on. Congratulations. Um, amen. The next one is called <laughs> Angels Lie. Okay. Um and that's coming out in May. I'm not gonna give you the actual date, but is it your your, your specific music that's coming My out? song oh. written by me. Wow. Hey, Angel, make sure you send that through to us, you know. Yeah, you need to send it to us so we can, you know, talk Amen. about it. Send it right through, bro. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. If you're having Everyone a listen party, you know, holler at us. We're comfortable. Everyone will you know, support. Um, Go on. And then after that, I'm working on my album. So I haven't put a tight, I haven't put a date on the album. Right now, I'm in a, I'm, as I said, I'm working with some really amazing people. That's um, right. The, the album is called Rich Girls Don't Marry Poor Boys. Oh. <laughs> And that's that's the title. <laughs> Wait till you hear the music. What type, what type, what genre, what genre of music is it? You know what? It's soul, but it's 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 like it's it's just alternative, man. Like I I I'm I'm working on it's cohesive. Yeah. But you just just know that there's gonna be a plethora of sounds. Like the core of it is definitely R&B and gospel. Okay. Because that's what I was trained in, so I'm going definitely back to home. Um, but what I've done is, I've, I've, in terms of like the instrumentation, the produ- like the production of it, it's not it's not your typical R and B. You know, it's definitely got something alternative to it, and it's it's just uh, I can't even explain to you how excited I am for that. But yay, we're starting with the singles from May. Um, okay. So Look, there's going to be a couple of videos in terms of that, like we've planned that already, um, and photo shoots. I'm just, I'm just trying to get back into the creative swing of things. You know, mm-hmm. I think I've put it off for too long now. Um, so yeah, that's that's it for me really. Just just working on my music, creating, writing, producing, singing, writing for yeah, other artists amen. that you will not name. <laughs> you know, it's been my dream to do it for a while. Um, so it's just yeah it's all coming together so you yeah. feel like this is your time like this year is your year for your year yeah. things to come to fruition 
Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes, sometimes Oprah says it best, right? You, you have the power to control the energies that enter your space. You know, like, I may not be able to control the entire industry in terms of its energy, but in terms of me inside it, yeah. the people that I work with, the people that I'm around is yeah. also very important. You know, um, I can't be around people who, who just go out of their way to find faults with me. No. You know what I mean? I can't. Because what that does is it distracts me from my ultimate goal. Yeah. You get it. So if I'm around people that say I don't like the way Adrian talks, like what 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 what's Adrian gonna do the next time that's gonna you know to cause Adrian issues? Like I I can't be around that energy anymore. So I need to be in a space where I'm just happy, which I'm very happy right now. Um, I'm I'm creative, which I'm very creative right now, and I'm just I'm just turning and focusing. Um, and it's just time to do that. That's so nice to hear. I want to quickly ask you before we wrap this interview up, who would your dream collaboration, like if you could collaborate with any artist that's living right now, who would you want to collaborate with? There's two people. Okay. Actually, Mm -hmm. there's three. (laughs) Sorry, three. Fantasia. Oh! I'm her biggest Mm -hmm. fan. I love that woman. Love her to pieces, Miguel and Bruno Mars. Oh, great! Of course. No, when you said when you were describing your music and the kind of like music that you're gonna, like, I thought of Miguel for some reason when you said alternative R and B. So I was thinking, is it like similar vein or or, or not? Yeah, yeah. it makes sense a lot of Yeah, he does a lot of instrumentation. Mm. So yeah, like there's a lot of guitar work on this this project, like a hell of a lot. <laughs> That's dope. A hell of a lot, yeah. Wow. Right, well, thank you so much. Thank Paul. you so much, Adrian. Coming thank on you the for line and me. talking to us and, you know, sharing a bit about you and hopefully you feel like you're, everyone can hear and, and see where you're coming from because, you know, on Bachelor, you don't really get that much of you, you but don't. here, you had a whole hour uninterrupted with no one coming and cutting you off and stuff, so I hope <laughs> it, yeah. it translates if, to the people. You know what? what's that quote from the beginning of that Pharrell and Rihanna song um, the truth will set you free but first it will piss you off so mm. I, know, I know this interview is going to piss some people off but the truth had to set me free that's what it's all about the truth man that's all we're about man truth tellers running man truth tellers man tell them but yeah, thank you so much for coming um, and speaking to us and we definitely want to keep in touch and anytime you have music you know anything that you want to yeah. promote just holler at us you know we 100% thank you guys very much no problem thank you for talking to us alright so take care brother speak to you have soon have a great day bye 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 <laughs> I am Adrian from Backchat and at you are locked into the Southeast Call Podcast.